When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. 801, ladies and gentlemen, about uh, 10 minutes from now, if you're a huge Twins fan, I would either tune in or tune out because I'm a huge Twins fan, but it ain't going to be pretty. So we'll get to that as soon as Judd Zolgad shows up from Score North. <laughs> it's going to be a therapy session. It's going to be... I'm going to unload some dissent. Okay, one one little tip on what I think of all this. I don't want to talk about the Twins yet until Judd gets here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Explain to me why a guy who has done nothing all year was brought into the game to make it out yet again. Why would you bring Buxton into that? You put him on the roster for one at bat? Yeah. What? it, it, It was bizarre. To just have him in for one at bat. <laughs> right. um, but I get the idea of this is a very boomer bust player, and you bring it somebody in that's got, you know, when he's at his peak, can be a game changer. Mm-hmm. And so you're hoping to catch lightning in a bottle. But yeah, it definitely didn't work out. How many years ago was that that he brought joy to the game? He hadn't done shit in two years. No, no he was struggling down at AAA or yes. wherever he was. So it's like it doesn't make the most sense. But I get the rationale of, hey, if he can somehow pull a rabbit out of his ass, then. Okay, guys, block your ears because I have to do my Minnesota Twins end of the season thing. You ready? God damn it! There. <laughs> I thought taking my headphones off would be better, and it wasn't. It was so <laughs> it loud it in the room. <laughs> I told you to cover your I ears. I know, but I thought just the headphones off. You don't off. ever listen to Uncle Tommy. Because I gooed up your headphones. I'm so sorry. I watched the games yesterday. What? I watched the games yesterday, and I was thinking about you guys. I put Gogo to bed, and I was like, let's take a gander at this. Gander. Gander. And uh, I had faith. It was funny. I was watching with my brother uh, and Justin, and when that last pitcher came up, Jordan just left. He goes, they're done. And I said, what? They're not done. They're not done. I go, hey, we believe. And I was trying to do the clap. And Justin's like, she's never optimistic about stuff like this. So, like, Jordan goes, no, I'm going to bed. Like, I'm not. This is done. And I was like, you guys, it might. But I don't know enough about baseball. Like, I only know a small amount to be dangerous to say dumb things. Right. I got a tip for you about baseball. Hmm. When you're in the ninth inning, don't all three of you strike out. I write. Here's a tip about baseball for you. Maybe that, maybe swing with the, at close pitches. Yeah. Those two strikes. I was like, Kepler, with on. full count, and you know he's gonna throw a strike because it's Korea and X. I was like, there's no way. And when he did the stutter, I was like, sir. Even <laughs> I know, sir. sir? Even I know <laughs> right. that was not the right move. Right. It's one of those things where even if you have like a 
sliver of question in your mind, like, hey, this could be potentially a ball, maybe it's a strike, you have to swing at it and at least try and I foul agree. it away. The game's on the line. Like, the season's on the line. The season's on the line, yeah, exactly. You're just going to sit there and strike out looking? I don't get it. I, I uh, watched as much of the game as I possibly could. They were, I don't know, it just, they, I didn't, when they went into this thing, I thought, well, they just won the World Series last year, did Houston, so maybe they're a little off because that does mm. happen. You come and go. Uh, Houston's a damn good team. You can't take that away from them. But the Twins at the plate were just dreadful. Yeah, it like the pitching staff did everything they were supposed to do. Yeah, for Except the most for part. Sonny Gray. Yeah, he was they, terrible. I mean, three runs. You would like to think that we can manufacture yeah. more than three runs in yep. a game. I mean, one swing of the bat at any point in that game could have won the game four to three for them, but they just couldn't get it done. Yeah, and I and it felt like, especially after the, I think it was the sixth inning, it felt like okay, we got through that, and it felt like there was almost this like exhale of like, hey, we're still in the game. Yeah, this can happen. It yeah. felt like there was momentum starting to go our way, but yeah, nobody could get a hit, and if we did get somebody on base, we couldn't bring them home. So here's my new deal. Huh. I don't really know anything about hockey. I go to hockey games once in a while just because I have friends that play hockey. Mm-hmm. I don't like the NBA. It's turned into just uh, I'm going to shoot the ball every time I touch it. It's that kind of – I used to love watching – I, I was never a Timberwolf fan, though, ever. Uh-huh. It's like, mm-hmm. eh, they never were good enough. Yeah, Although they, Jim Peterson, uh, he's, he's become a good friend of mine, so that was nice. Yeah, I'm trying to get him on the show. Jim? Yeah. Trying? I mean, I don't have his number. You, well, we can talk during the break, but I'm trying to get him on the show. I think I got his number in my. In Give my it out board. live on the air. <laughs> live on air. I really thought you were going to be excited for him when you're like Jim. You were going to get Jim Peterson, and you're going trying, like upset. <laughs> no, because Jim and I are friends. Right. I don't know why he wouldn't come on the show. That that would be kind of piss me off. I don't want to come on Tom's show. Forget <laughs> it. Yeah, that'd be really great, maybe, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe he's like, I talk to him too much. He's I don't great. Talk he's like, yeah, he found out Brittany's still friends. on the show, and he's like, ah. Uh. Yeah. AJ, shots fired, 806. Yeah. AJ's chose violence. Uh, lines in the sand. I do not have his number with me, but I'll get it for you we'll, if you want it. Okay, we'll figure it out. Not a problem. We'll get it taken care of. Now, you'll like him. He's a little taller than you, though. I want you to know oh, that. yeah. Like, well, because I'll see him on <laughs> the broadcast for Timberwolves games. And, yeah, he is not uh, a short human being. They have to adjust the camera angle for him. Big man. I remember he, he was going to build a house, so he came to see our house in Golden Valley. Mm-hmm. And we built this big center. Remember that big center counter in the middle of the kitchen? Yeah, yeah the, the island, island that was, like, tw- it was huge. Huge. It, what, it was huge. What do you think? How long do you think that thing was? Oh, God, it, Probably, how long is this table? About 10 feet? It felt like, yeah, something like that. 12, 15 feet. I was going to say at least 15. It's, it was huge. But here's the great part of it. Center Island, Catherine's making dishes or you're putting drinks on there. Jim Peterson walks up. It's just like right above his knees. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus. I said, you're going to have to raise up that center counter a little bit, I would think. <laughs> Honest to God, I'm not kidding you. It came literally between his knees and his waist. Your whole house was a vibe. That was amazing. It was amazing. did a great job with that. She did a great job. It was like the first time I ever went to your guys' house, and there you were like, you were like, oh, yeah, and here's the code to the gate. And I was like, what? Okay. What? Like, I didn't, that was a whole experience what? where I was like, uh, okay. What do you and mean then, a gate? And gate? Then, code? What do you mean? It had like 45 porches. It's like, a lot of oh, porches. If you were like, hey, I want a porch, just take a couple more steps. If you were like, I don't want to be in this porch with this person, That's go a couple Catherine more steps. That. It's, yeah. It was so cool. Catherine wanted her own porch. 
So yeah. she put like four of them in there so she could always have her own porch. Yeah. No, it was great. We had had a lot of, we, we loved living in that house. Lived there 15 years, but then when the kids moved out, it's like, yeah, we, Catherine and I can't just live here by ourselves. Yeah. I'd never see her. I could have moved in. Well, that would have been great. You just start taking in strays. Like, yeah, take in oh, that's people. what I am now? <laughs> oh, no. She's a stray now. I like that call. That's a good call, actually. Uh, You're very stray-like. I am very stray-like. But in any case, no, Jim Peterson, we'll get a hold of Jim Peterson. He's, uh, you know, I, once in a while, I there are these fundraisers we go to and all that stuff, and I run into Jim Peterson, Daryl Thompson, mm-hmm. people like that. Just really, really good people. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of athletes in this town that are really decent people, you know, which is good, because a lot of times that doesn't work out that way, you know? Yep. Because I can name a couple athletes, could be the biggest pricks I've ever met in my entire life. And one of them was my hero when I was a kid. Ooh, yeah, and then you met the him. And I met him. What a prick. Oh, How old were you when you met him? I think I was 68. Mm. No, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was probably about 50. Probably about right in there. You're so excited. Did you tell him you were a big fan? No, God, no. I never tell Putty I'm, anybody oh, I'm a big fan. Especially as no. like when you're older. It feels weird to go up to another grown human being and be like, oh, I am such a huge fan of I, yours. I, I feel yes. like I do that. Well, no, I mean, they say, hey, I listen to the show every day. I love the show, man. You guys do a great job. That, yeah. That's good. Yeah. But this, oh, that, we're not doing that. No. Not happening. I, I get Too so. Much. Yeah, I'm so, embarrassing. Don't hang out with me. You're embarrassing anyway, Period. even if you don't do that. So, you That's know. But one thing before we move on, and I'm not going to identify the person, obviously, that I, I just thought he was the greatest of all time. The met him, he's just a raging prick. At least his wife is a bigger asshole than he is, so that's good. Well, they got to live together. <laughs> right. Nice little balance in life right there, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not even going to tell you where he played or what town. He did not play in, in, uh, the, yeah. in Minnesota. Oh, really? No, oh. He played elsewhere. No. Well, I remember going to, like, Vikings football camps as a little kid, and you get to meet the players. And, oh, like, sure, and a lot yeah. of them were super nice. Like, I remember Dante Culpepper was, like, the nicest guy ever. Like, I heard, the, yeah. So I went one year, met him. I came back the next year, and he was like, Oh hey Tevin, like what's going on? Like remember me by name? Isn't I was like, amazing? I thought I was the coolest. <clears throat> person oh, I bet you ever. died. And then secretly, you, got... you were just wearing a name tag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. My name is Tevin. <laughs> and and then like Jim, yeah, I got to cover my name tag up. <laughs> and then Jim Kleinsaucer was like on the opposite end of the spectrum. Where really? He thought he was too cool. I wouldn't talk to any of the kids. His name is Kleinsaucer. Oh, like, how cool can he be? Kleinsaucer. Like, even to the point is like where like a nine-year-old Tevin was like, you're not the nicest person that I've ever met in my life. Like, Did you say, hey, Klein Saucer, was your dad on the Jetsons? <laughs> when you change Saucer, your name, yeah. either right. go with Klein yeah. or Saucer, not right. both. I'd go with Klein rather than Saucer, though. Tommy Saucer. That that sounds like you name. want to throw a couple back, but I like that. <laughs> I know, I'm actually not bad at <laughs> Saucer Saucer. Well, I might change my name. How about That's Zolgad? Probably. Would you change Zolgad, your name yeah. from Zolgad? Oh, good question. Uh, I'd change my name if it was Judd. Judd for the defense. Did you ever did you ever see the show Judd for the defense? You know, I never did, but I am a big Carl Betts fan because well, he's the husband the husband on the Donna Reed show, which I yep. loved. He was phenomenal, no doubt about it. Died far too young. There are two words we cannot say on the show today. It would be Minnesota May Instway. Those are the two words we can't use on the show. Judd, 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 I don't understand why this team strikes out so much. I don't get it. You know, 
I don't either, and it makes no sense. They had uh, 14 strikeouts on Tuesday. 14. They had 14 on Wednesday. <laughs> they scored three runs. You know, for all we uh, for all we complain about pitching, this comes down to runs again. No doubt about it. That, that that's what this comes down to. It doesn't come down to pitching. The bullpen thing nope. actually worked out. No, no matter what you think about it, and I'm not a fan, but no matter what you think about it, yeah. Um, Theobar gave up a two-run home run, but they gave up three runs at home and lost three to two after losing I nine know. to one. I know. So I, I am I'm not surprised to see that the hat is in storage now, Tom Bernard. Oh, yeah, that hat's going to be put away for quite some time, as a matter of fact. <laughs> there are so many points I want to get to, Judd, but I just want to back off and hear your take on all this stuff because I watched the game yesterday. didn't go to it. I had too much to do, so I watched the game on television with Catherine. And Catherine's a bigger fan than I am, so she watched most of the game with a towel over her head so she couldn't see the screen. <laughs> like, Catherine, get a little too emotional here. But, no, I, I just, why would you bring Buxton up to the plate for one at bat? Why would you do that? Because you're desperate. That's why. But right. he sucked all year. Well, and the, and the thing is, he hasn't faced major league pitching in how long? Exactly. Two and a half months. Yep. But but you knew it was going to happen. You knew that they were yep. going to do it, and you knew that they were desperate at that point. And and I just don't understand. I mean, this goes back 20 years where they have problems scoring runs yes. in playoff games. Yep. And, you know, with uh, with Baldelli's first playoff team being in 2019, I going into, going into last night, I believe they had played 10 playoff games with Rocco as their manager, and I think they were averaging 2.5 runs per game. And then they scored That's two it. last night. That's it. You know, but I mean, uh, it's, it's the whole, it's the lineup. I, I got is, the, man. I got the damn scorecard right here. Okay. He's got so, this. I, I got the stupid <laughs> scorecard right here. For those watching, here's the scorecard. Here's the scorecard. Okay. Damn it. So there, there. Um, and so I here's like what that. you got. So here's what you got. I got to tell you something before you start talking. Yeah. AJ was making your face go. Bigger, smaller, bigger. That's not smaller. good. Don't make it bigger, Age. I mi- I mistimed the the zoom. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I was okay. Then Never you put blow. it down and then I zoomed in. Then you put it back up if, and I zoomed out. So I was. You know, feel free to zoom in on Brittany or Tevin. <laughs> no, not Judd or Tom. I'm going to be 54 right. soon. I'd prefer you never zoom in on me again. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Okay. Oh, four through nine in the order, Tom. Uh, was Kepler, Correa, Jeffers, Castro, Solano, and then Michael A. Taylor started in center, and as you said, Buxton pinch hit, okay? Mm-hmm. You had Kepler went 0 for 4 with two strikeouts. Correa was 0 for 3 with a strikeout. Jeffers was 0 for 3 with two strikeouts. Castro was 0 for 3 with two strikeouts. Solano struck out all three times. Oh, God. And then the Taylor Buxton 0 for 3 with a strikeout. Unbelievable, Joe. How horrible is that? No hits. No, no hits. I know. It's unbelievable. Okay. So, you, well, but they're only making like three, ten, twenty million a year. Yeah, they have to worry about dinner. Who's going to buy <laughs> right, yeah. cereal in the morning? Exactly. No, it, yeah, th- I... that they looked so lackluster, except for Correa got very pissed off and broke his own helmet, which I kind of like. But oh, no. I didn't see that, really. Oh, yeah, he went in the dugout mm-hmm. after that last uh, strikeout, and he <laughs> did not behave himself in the dugout. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that. Guys were running to the other side of the dugout. Good for him. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I've always liked that guy. 
but it was his former team, and he wanted to make a statement, and he didn't get to make the statement because that team sucked the last two games. Yep. And they went up against two pitchers that they should have been. I mean, that. Yeah. That yep. Jose Urcudi, you started last night. I mean, he was, he ended up pitching well, but he's a guy that uh, basically was hurt for a lot of the season and came out of the bullpen. So yep. he, he's fine, but it's certainly not going against uh, um, Nolan Ryan or Randy Johnson. Yeah, right. Prime. Right. You exactly. Know? No, you're right. It's just yet another disappointment uh, watching sports in the state of Minnesota because this place, for the last over 30 years now, has done nothing. What have they won in the last? Any team at the college level, professional level, any sport, what the hell have they done in the last three decades? Well, nothing since. I, I mean, the, the men's, the, the four major men's teams have, you know, no titles since the Twins won in 91. 91. And yet. The, the worst part, too, is they tease us. Oh, yeah. Don't they? Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, Sunday, they, <laughs> they teased us. The, the, the sports foreplay in this state is really unfair because we get very excited, and then there's yep. no bleeping payoff. I love that team. I've always loved the Twins, and it's like, honest to God, I'd like to pull my hair out. But I did watch yeah. something after the game which really cheered me up because there was a guy in India whose girlfriend left him. So he was doing things like hitting himself over the head with bottles. He was doing all the stuff to, to try to hurt himself so he could show her how painful it was for her to be leaving. Uh-huh. And you know who set up all the tricks, like setting up the, the bottles that he would break over his head, and at one point he almost passed out. And he was doing all these things to harm himself. And you know who set the whole thing up? So he could prove to his girlfriend he wanted her back. The mistress he... His wife. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what I'm the like, hell? Where, where did you find this yeah. first? It was like, on... Um, I think it was... Where, in, oh, how'd, you go from the twi- how'd you go from the Twins post game? Because I was looking for something to, to laugh at. Yeah, well, I wanted to laugh. It. I wanted to feel in a better mood. Oh, I found some, oh what's the name of that? Damn, World's Dumbest. It was on oh. World's Dumbest. Oh. This guy's yeah. like, wham! He's... Oh and his wife's God. going, well, he doesn't feel too good about it. So, you know, I bought all these bottles and I have bars and bricks and he will use them all. <laughs> God, his wife is helping him hurt himself because his girlfriend left him. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually not shocked. Like, that, no. that seems like that, uh, that's a possibility that, that could happen in life. I could see that, too. Yeah. So, I, Judd, it's just one of those deals where it took so long uh, to get anything going here because we didn't have a whole lot of professional teams when I was a little boy. They, they, the professional teams came to town. Well, we had, the, uh, of course, the Lakers, which won everything. And then, of course, a guy wanted to make money, so he sold them to Los Angeles instead of keeping them here. One, mm-hmm. of, the, one of the greatest teams of all time in, in the NBA, by the way, the, the Minneapolis Lakers. Mm-hmm. And I still don't understand the Los Angeles Lakers. What lakes? Yeah, not a lot of of water (laughs) out there. What? You have a swamp. I know that. Stupid. But, yeah, so, Judd, I don't know. It's year after, and it's at the the college level. It's at the professional level. It's all sports. It's men. It's women. This has to be the worst sports state in America. Has to be. Well, I think drought-wise, it... Yeah. It's the worst drought, I think. It's got to be. I don't think there's a worse drought for, for having all, you know, again, we have all four 
major men's mm-hmm. pro sports. Yeah. That's the incredible thing. It's not like we have uh, the Vikings and nothing else or the Twins and nothing else. No, I, I they, the drought is the drought is phenomenal. And the problem now is so the Vikings aren't good. Um. The Timberwolves and Wild, I don't know about, but I am loath to get too excited about Ooh, them. I like that. I'm loath to get excited. I'm loath to get. Well, I'm very cautious. <laughs> Works for me. And so, so you know, where is the next? The problem. The problem is this: where is the next excitement going to, to come from? But then, in this town, it always seems like this: when the excitement does come, you just wait for the hurt. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a very dysfunctional mm-hmm. relationship we all have with sports. No, there's no doubt about that, and it's been since I was well. Like I said, I was nine years old. The Twins and the Vikings both came to town. It was the last time the University of Minnesota men's football team won the national championship. Yeah. Was 1961, I believe it was correct. Same year. It was 61, yeah. wasn't it? Same year. Early 60s. Yes, it was. I just, you know, things were looking good when I was a little boy. <laughs> Had mm-hmm. all this hope just to have it just snatched from you for the rest but, of your life. I did. But Tom, we've seen two, if nothing else, we've seen uh, two Twins World Championships, and and Loved you've it. seen what you're talking about. Tevin and AJ and Brittany have seen nothing. 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 Got nothing. We we will. It's yes. like my mother used to say when I asked for stuff at the store, you'll get nothing and you'll like it. That's <laughs> what it's like being a Vikings fan That's in true. today's world. Can't even argue it. We can't. I mean, we can't you, even argue that point. Right. No, you've seen you've you've never seen a parade. No. no. Oh, and I I've got <laughs> my lawn teams. chair ready to go. Once we win one, I'll be out on Hennepin yep. screaming. Don't bring you up don't parades. Lawn I told you that. Dude. Do not to bring up parades are, in front of me. Are you still triggered from the Holodazzle parade getting canceled? No, I'm still <laughs> dazzled because CCO wouldn't let me ride in the Twins oh, parade. Right. Yeah, they wouldn't Sons let you on their bitches. convertible. No wonder you've got a minus two, Sherry, a pain in the ass. <laughs> You're not All nice, right? WCCO, and we remember. Other than a couple people. I like a couple people over there, but other than that, what the hell? My neighbor was telling me, Carrie, she was telling me how they ran through the streets during the twin after the twins won and they oh, ran yeah. for like a mile and they were just <laughs> high-fiving strangers oh, yeah. and Absolutely. it was so fun it was phenomenal you know when we should have known it that that we were all in trouble we should have known in 91 when they win arguably the greatest game seven of all time yeah and what and what was it two or three days after that we get the snowstorm of all snowstorms. We should. That was a sign from the heavens. Hey, hope you enjoyed it, cause you ain't getting nothing else. And here's winter for. And and that was it. Wasn't it almost three feet of snow on Halloween? Jesus. Yeah. It was almost oh, yeah. three feet, if I remember correctly. Wow. It's like what? But it was right after, right? Like yes. it was right. Like like yep. it was a week. Like it was not long after. Nope. Uh, that parade that just all hell broke loose. But we should have known that was a sign. Well, Andy was five and Alex was three. I do remember that. So there was not a whole lot of trick or treating going on. Oh, that was the one flex I have is that we were. Uh, broke enough to live in an apartment building and so we were like Ooh. just went from a building door to door and we would nice. try to run to the next apartment building because it was one of those complexes you know oh, sure. so we were like one of the only people that got to trick-or-treat and i was bragging about it <laughs> that's not bad so, though so i have a question for you yep didn't those buildings that you were when you and i were kids that connected one with wasn't that called the projects i think that's what she meant to say <laughs> 
ah, the projects. Uh, Did you live in the projects, really? No comment. No, I it wasn't. The projects, it wasn't. Right? It, it, it was fun. just not a. It was. I don't know how to, what to call it. It was not. I don't know if it has any sort of name, but it was projects. not it's glamorous. Just not yeah. Projects. Which was my mom had moved from Williston by herself from my away mm. from my dad, and so we didn't have we didn't have a lot at the time. We shared we had two bedrooms for all four of us. So I got to show you something. I had I just pulled this out of my sleeve, mm. and I must have thrown the thing down on top of the shirt because I put my clothes out at night before I go to bed so I can get up and just get dressed. Like first day of school style. Oh yeah. Oh, I do that. Okay, I do right. That. That's yeah, a great you got it. Get up too early, right? Yeah. Look what I found in my sleeve. You see what that is right there? Can Another you see Another woman's red hair. No. It's a Homer Hanky. Homer Hanky thread. It's a, it's a remnant. It's a remnant. A thread from my Homer it's Hanky. It's a remnant of a Homer Hanky. Damn it. And you God know what? Is that, not, is that not a fitting uh, <laughs> a, a tribute to what? You know what? That looks like the Twins' bats last night. Yeah. yeah oh, so yeah. It's the same thread Just... of hope we were holding on to. For the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Minnesota sports hope. in a nutshell, captured by Tom Bernard. We got to put Not this in the frame. Not the Homer Hanky, just a thread of one. We got to put this in a frame. Our thread of hope. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and, Judd, how much responsibility does Rocco have for last night's failure? Because it feels like in a lot of sports, like, some coaches, whether it's working officials or working umpires, it feels like he just kind of sat in the dugout and watched yeah. this whole thing yep. fall apart. Like, should we expect him to be more animated and try to get his guys fired up? You know, the problem is it's not that part of it's not his style. Mm -hmm. So I don't think you can turn that on. I think that's something that you sort of have or don't have. And the, the problem is, and I mean, this is Rocco, this is Derek Falvey. The problem is, you know, they are so... Um, content to put up with guys that strike out a lot and yeah. it's it's frustrating to watch that in june but it's june right mm. or let's say july but you knew like the small your faults in the playoffs are magnified and so i blame i do blame the team for the construction of of this you know the strike the playoff strikeouts aren't a surprise Right. We saw no, this. I believe no. they. I believe they <laughs> struck at a historic pace this season. Yeah, they broke the record for whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then they struck out um, in this series alone thirteen times, eleven times, fourteen times, fourteen <laughs> times, fifty-two <laughs> times. They in six games they struck Jesus. out seventy plus times. That's so unbelievable. You've got to put the ball in play. <clears throat> I don't care what people say. You have to put the ball in play. It gives you an opportunity, and this team, you know. The issue is this. You spent September kicking the asses of a lot of bad teams, mm -hmm. which, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it won the division. It gets people excited. Houston's not a bad team. Houston is the defending world champion. You are correct. There's no doubt about it. So, all right, Pally, I know you got to go and be miserable doing sports. I got a quick question, though. Yes, sir. Kevin. Jim yep. Kleinsaucer, was it nice to you? Jim Kleinsaucer no. was the most meat and potatoes guy I've ever met in my life. I am shocked by that. Chris Carter, I could have believed. Now, wait a Is second, it... Judd. Didn't you know? Tevin's black. You didn't notice that? Yeah, no, Jim Kleinsaucer, <laughs> he, was, yeah, he, he looked like he wanted to be anywhere other than uh, <laughs> hanging out with a bunch of kids that thought he was the greatest ever. Oh. But like, but there were other people like Michael Bennett when he was here. He actually like played two hand touch football with us. I remember oh, he was on the other team and he juked the entire group of like twelve year olds. Oh, and then, take that! And, then, and, then I ended and up probably like, got hurt. Oh. You, you, you kids probably cost him a season because he was always getting right. hurt somehow. I, I remember yeah. I like yeah. 
touched him to be down and like i was exhausted i was like mom i just chased down the fastest man in the world he's an olympic sprinter i thought i was on my way to the nfl so what do you thought could have been could have been real quick all right well (laughs) all right another another one of those deals that's all i know talk to you on tuesday god i'm looking forward to it because there'll be another sport to be talking about i don't know it's not going to be football though i'll tell you that they suck worse than the twins Yes, yes. We'll find something to uh, in- inevitably get excited about and then deflate us when it matters most. I love it. Thanks, pal. Bye, everybody. Have See a great you. weekend. Judd Zolgad, ladies and gentlemen. Score North. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Chris Eggert will join us. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable, which he does. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They are not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed and nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need when they need it at a fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you, just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going, go to SabreHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take Personal Care Dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is Bob Sansever, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. The only thing I really like about this show is you always, to make me sound better, put me right after Bob, because anyone would sound better. Bialki, Bab, my Bab, Bab Sansevier. <laughs> You're going to want this place, Bab. <laughs> 
<laughs> it, it's, He's going to love that. It's the small things. I try to prop you up the best I can. <laughs> Thank you. It's the small things. Oh you need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. His name is Josh Arnold. He's a good friend of mine. And matter of fact, whenever I have uh, financial uh, needs, I talk to Josh about him because he's very bright. God, don't tell him I said this, but he is a very bright guy. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. That's very important to me. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor. Call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did, and tell him his guy, Tom, sent you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Quickly checking the weather. It's going to be very easy to do because I can say today a 30% chance of rain with a high of 55. Tonight, rain with thunderstorms possible, low of 46. Tomorrow, rain with a high near 47. Friday night, rain before 2 a.m., around 46. On Saturday, a chance of rain before 8 a.m. It's going to rain every damn day for the next four days. Yeah, you sound like the what's it, uh, the Family Guy weatherman, where he's just like, it's going to oh, rain. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to rain. That's what the report is. Cloudy and 43 now, but a 30% chance of rain mainly after 5 p.m. Increasing clouds with a high near 55 tonight, 15 mile an hour winds. Gusts as high as 30. So that's good. 55 rainy and 30 mile an hour winds. That's what you're looking for. What a combo. It sounds like that blowhard Chris Egger doing the news. The wind's blowing that hard. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris Eggert now joins us. Hello. How you doing, Pally? Good. How about you? You know, i got to be honest with you. I'm being very sincere and honest about this. If it weren't for the Channel 5 news in the morning when I get up, I don't know what the hell I would do. Because if you go on the national news, you will get so depressed after about five minutes, you're going to have to just go hide under the bed. There is uh, yeah. nothing good going on in this world right now. Yeah, you know, and then you <clears throat> you hinge all your hopes on a sports team, and then they let you down. <laughs> I knew he wouldn't like... let up on that. There you go. There you go. I was I was so I don't oh. know. I was yelling at the TV the way I would normally yell, like during a Vikings game. I know. I actually have never been that hyped about a baseball game, and I was yep. like, it was just. Uh, I know I know you guys talked about it a lot with Judd already, so that No no no. I want to hear your take on it. You you do look for like things like this, like when there's all kinds of bad crap going on in the world. Like that's the thing that the sports teams give us is they give us a refuge from from that where you can kind of forget about that for a while and uh get behind the team. So that that definitely wasn't the way we wanted it to to go last night. Well, I mean fourteen strikeouts again, Chris. 14. Are you guys, are you guys uh, anti Rocco? What's your what's your take on Rocco? I'm not hot or cold on him. I just think he's a nothing. 
He's not good. He's not bad. He's just kind of nothing. Yeah, he's very nondescript. Right. Typical Italian. You know what I'm saying. Oh, great. <laughs> Here we go. Now they'll all be charging you, ahead. Brittany, how do you think uh, Rocco, how do you think his body looks? I know you have a. Oh, I well. think his body actually looks great. I love that he had twins. I thought that was so cute. Nobody talks about that enough. Yeah. Is that what he calls his breasts? My twins? That's what I got. It's not a bad nickname. Mine are actually twins. twins, Mine are more like cousins. If you know what I'm saying. (laughs) They're not twins. They're cousins. One goes this way. One goes that way. And that's on breastfeeding. (laughs) You're welcome, world. It happens. It happens. It's fine. It's fine. So, uh, Chris, it was. What more can I say? Yeah. It was yeah, painful. No question about it. I didn't go to the game yesterday. I went to the game the day before, which they got slaughtered. Literally, I walk in the stadium because I was late. I was calling on a client, so I got there about five minutes late. We, they were down one to nothing. I am going to – this is when mm-hmm. the score changed. So I'm in the area. I'm about here for my seat. Up oh, three-run homer. It's four to nothing. And then you're like, okay. <laughs> oh, I wanted to leave, and Catherine wouldn't do it. <laughs> Chris got up and left. Hey, Chris is gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you should have just left, right? I, I, I don't have. know, whatever. It, and then you can't be mad at I mean, no. we got some excitement out of it. It was fun for a few weeks to it was, see him yeah. be it relevant. Was. I don't know. I, the yep. Wilds start their season tonight. We, we, talked to, we talked to them today. They're excited about a new season, and they're rolling out all kinds of new stuff to energize fans. So I know they never let us down. That's a good point. You horn tooting. <laughs> What's the new food at the XL Energy Center, Chris? Oh, we didn't get into that, AJ, which I'm so happy about. What? Uh, <laughs> what the hell was that? We talked about that. We talked about that, what, last week with the yeah. Twins playoff yeah. stuff? Just like yeah. Chris despises. Like, who cares? It's a it's a, it's a a hot dog that's got, like, sprinkled bacon on it. Who cares? Every, You've done it. every news station, Tom, so all the pro sports teams do this thing, like, a couple days before the season starts. And then all the, the news anchors are like, hey, the Minnesota Wild unveiled their new, their new uh, food items. They're available at DX this year. Oh, oh check it out. It's something with bacon on it. Give us what we want. That's what I want. Stop. No, you don't. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe people do want that. I, I don't. I don't no. want to deliver it. How about if I just get a gallon of chocolate fudge ice cream? How about that? Hell yeah. That sounds great. Now we're talking. Mm. Sit here and shove that all down I your ass. I wonder if one, anyone's ever thought of that. Just, just actually sell those like, those uh, boxes of it. Like, <laughs> exactly. you just get or grab a box of Blue Bunny, sit down in your seat, and uh, go to town. Imagine the guy next to you, a stranger, comes back from the concession, and then all of a sudden you just have a box of ice cream that's just suddenly in your lap. And sorry, Ben. Yeah. And like sharing it among <laughs> your group. One of my favorite things, and this is a true story. Uh, I run into the Kemp's ice cream guy about once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. And every time I run into him, he goes, I haven't heard you talking about Kemp's lately. Damn. <laughs> He's a great guy. The Kemp's guy. I assume it's the same guy. It's been a while. But, yeah, he would, I'd run into him all the time. He'd go, why aren't you talking about Kemp's? You love Kemp's. I, go, I do. Yeah, you're right. Wow, the ice cream man's trying to muscle you a little bit, Tom. Mm. Right, tell us, send some free samples to the studio. We'll talk yeah, caps all day. Yeah. Well, he did back in the day. He used to send in ice cream all the time back in the day. We'd eat ice cream at like 4 in the morning. <laughs> Perfect. But what are you going to do? It's better than Ben and Jerry using their money to puke all over America. But anyway, 
Well, don't they? I forgot about that. They make delicious ice cream. They make great ice cream, That's but they're a couple of the biggest assholes ever born. And you uh, let's they, go they for a walk. Uh, they definitely like their causes. That's I don't right. understand why do. people hate making money. Like, you make amazing <laughs> ice cream. They do. And You're like, right. listen, I we uh, here we show up, we have opinions, and we talk. I guess because I don't have any other skill sets. But if I made good ice cream, what do you mean other skills. Me personally. You mean any skills? Thank you. Okay. But if I was like making bank off ice cream, I'd sit down and shut up. I would Absolutely. not. I would not right. be like ever saying what I feel on this or that. Like couldn't right. agree more. Well, my favorite part was when the old Ben and Jerry got arrested for like protesting uh, some yeah. like Black Lives Matter yeah. thing, and everybody was like, "Isn't that so awesome?" I was like, "Guys, first of all, they were not out here in the streets no. and just happened to got arrested. This is probably a very calculated ordeal because they want to make headlines. They weren't just no. It's about being in the yeah. news." But I compartmentalize no matter what. Like I remember, oh, you have to. I remember for a while, and Chick Fil A has talked themselves back out of it, where they're like, "We don't care. We're not going to endorse anything. We're going to be oh, neutral." The abortion thing and all. Yeah, that. but that was <laughs> such yeah. a long time ago. But I remember Chick Fil A yeah. just came around, and I had it, and I was like, "This is so good." And this is before they like talked back their comments or whatever. And, I didn't feel strongly about it, but like everyone around me did. So I'd like secretly eat Chick-fil-A. <laughs> In the back alley, just shamefully eating it's Chick-fil-A. It's so good. You have never had Chick-fil-A? It's Shut. not, it's not oh, good. Yeah. It's oh, so it's not? It's, what? it's the most overrated really? chicken sandwich you can have. Chick-fil-A? Did, who? You, yes. Yes. Wow. Well, I'm just going to say, okay. I, I hate pulling the black card, but Tom, who are you going to believe? Well, question, what, two, what is your preference? Fried chicken. Two, two, two honkies. First off. You went with the fried guy. chicken thing, Chris. Tevin, I hate yes, to say this. Me. You're barely black. I'm more. Oh, my God. Okay, please tell me how black I should be. How black? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, he's blocking himself. Chris, we need a real black guy in here, not him. <laughs> no, Devin. Okay, more importantly, no, what is what is the chicken? That, tell me what, which, what and just tell me which one you'd go to then. I what mean, place? if we're talking about like we want chicken sandwiches, if you're gonna go to a chain one, I would go Popeyes. I was scared you're gonna say that because their chicken sandwich is better. But well, here's one local. starts with a B. What? There's one starts with a B that's really good. Chicken sandwiches. It's like brazers or not. It. What the hell? There's one down on the campus right there on 15th and. What is that, Kings. universe? There's, There's yeah, raising canes. Oh, raising canes. Yeah, raising canes. Raising canes is super good. They yeah. have the best really lemonade. Good. Let me just tell ever. you this: Popeyes, <laughs> hands down, chicken wise, it is a better chicken. Right. But Chick Fil A sauce will oh, it's keep trash. me. Whoa. <laughs> Chick Fil A sauce is so bad. Whoa. It's like honey mustard. Because I got ketchup. Popeyes the other day. It's over by uh, over on Chicago, and I got it, and I was like, "This is so good." I don't like just the, how much mayo they put on there. Like I, I would like, like all just that a mayo either. yeah, it's a lot of mayo, but it's a it's 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 the superior fried chicken. I agree. I just wanted us to have this talk. <sighs> this stuff matters to me. I'm out there doing the footwork. But if you're gonna go local, Nashville Chicken Coop, over in St. Paul, okay, is super good. And then as well, Dave's Hot Chicken is well, a chain, but it's. Okay. Have you had Revivals? Chicken Revivals. Sandwich? Revivals Revival is good. Revivals good is super good. Because they have like sweet, they have a little bit of sweetness in their pickles, Tom, and they don't do too much mayo. It's just very light. And then their tomatoes are insane. Like, I don't even know where they're getting these tomato slices. They're amazing. Now, can I prove to you that I grew up in the ghetto? Mm-hmm. You know where my favorite chicken's from? Church's chicken. Lund's Byerly's. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay, first of all, <laughs> Lund's oh, and no. Byerly's is not ghetto. No. By any Have stretch of the imagination. Buying your favorite chicken at a grocery store. No, Cubs. Have you ever had Cubs, Cubs fried really, chicken? It's really good. It's really it good. I agree. My friend, I have a friend we invite to her out of the parties because she always brings that. 
thanks, Trishna. Like she always, <laughs> that's always her. She swoops up and grabs a bunch of bunch of fried you can't chicken. Go wrong, bringing fried chicken. Like, dude, love people love chicken. it. Delights. My stepdad is like one of the grumpiest people in the world. You put a fried some fried chicken in his hand, and it's like crack. He just all of a sudden he's like, <laughs> yeah, rainbows are shooting out of his eyes, and he's just so oh, happy. It's just. Get that fried chicken. Isn't it funny? My, yeah, Trishna once brought it to an event where I was like, why would you bring fried chicken? Like, it's such like, there's already a meal here. What's going on? Uh, and then I just saw 45 people run towards <laughs> that. And I was like, nope, I get it. I get why you're popular. I get why you brought it. You win this round. All right, let's get together and have a chicken party one of these uh, That days. would be awesome. Oh. I'm, I'm into that. You'd have to come in the studio, though. Great. We can do a tasting. We can do a blind taste test. Let's up line up everybody. And then okay. figure out which one we like better. All right, Pally, we'll talk to you tomorrow. I will be here. I'm I looking think. forward to it, young man. Okay, I you think. Come. Well, you might get fired. I don't uh, Who knows? <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow, Chris. Bye. Thanks. Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen, brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 46-minute financial evaluation. And now let's... Let's turn to the missing dog news. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm this so is glad. So sad. It's really sad. I know. I didn't expect you to. Okay. Well, so, you asked me to do it, and then not she's prepared. not ready. Not prepared. I'm she sorry. Asked, I was listening. Would you do this? I said, yeah. I got yeah. it. So I go to her, and she's like, oh, what? <laughs> Disaster. So Ke- uh, Chris Jefferson wrote in, and he's very concerned. He lost his dog, uh, Bandit. He actually has the address it's at. It's on the corner. It's over by Kowalski's. In Uptown. In Uptown. He lost, I, I'm still trying to decipher, I believe. It's a 10-week-old wiener dog. Named Bandit. So if oh, anyone's seen a 10-week, a little puppy wiener dog. It's tan. It's tan, named Bandit. Um, reach out to, I have his phone number, so you can just either message us or you can even call in at... Nine five two six hundred twenty five seventy five. Yeah. Thank you. Right Do that again. The What's the number again? That was impressive. Nine five two six hundred twenty five seventy five. And the dog's name is what? Bandit, and it's Band. a little okay. dachshund slash wiener dog. Find it, bring it back. God damn it. God damn it. You heard me. I hope somebody just has it in there. And, and I don't know. I asked him if it's chipped. I, he hasn't written back to me, so we're going to find out. I'm going to find out more. I asked him a bunch of questions on the break. So. I hate missing animals. Oh, it Sam. tears <clears throat> my heart it. apart. I know. He wrote in, goes, he's been, he what, didn't come back overnight. And the idea of oh. this little yep. curled up cold somewhere. I know. It's Minnesota. We never, I have chased dogs down. Like one time I par- put my car in park on uh, Xerxes, chased a dog through that neighborhood, and he died up. At least it's Minnesota. We know that this dog is sleeping in somebody's extra dog bed somewhere. Probably. Yeah. So gotta we're get good. It back though, we got to get it back for him. Yeah, we have to. God, I don't even know what the hell Catherine would do if Jude ever disappeared. She would lose her mind. Yeah. You know what he does to her every night now? I know we got to go here very quickly, but huh. he's like 11 years old now. That's insane. I don't like that because I think of him as a puppy. Oh, yeah, he I still looks like here. a puppy. Still looks like a little puppy. But every night now, when it's time to go to bed, he will not get off the chair. He, she has to carry him upstairs. Oh, my God. It's like, what? Oh, really? He's like, So, oh I, I don't know what he is. Like, in, he can't be the same category of a dog. Because I have, like, big dogs who are, like, right. you know. And so I was right. in the hallway yesterday, and they round the corner. And we're, I got to have, like, a movie moment where he ran towards me. 
but he doesn't run like a dog. He's like a, a toy. He was like going slanted because he doesn't run straight. He's like, ugh, ugh. And I was like, it was so funny. It was like watching a drunk person trying to get to me. It was like side to side. He's so cute. Puppies. Puppies. What's wrong with puppies? We will take a break. Be right back. Doug Stanhope's doing a 20-minute interview. Did you yeah, see that? I told, I told Art, we need him for 20. I love that. Otherwise, we don't want him on at all. Does Doug know that? Yes. <laughs> I okay, hope so. Good. I hope so. <laughs> we'll find out. Doug Stanhope joins us right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom here, and I just read a success story from my MN Fat Loss client, Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I, I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling, only to gain it right back. After 60 days in Minnesota, the MN Fat Loss Program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. That's a big thing. Let me assure you that the short 60 days is totally worth it. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start work for me. It'll work for you. Work for Elizabeth. Absolutely. You will not regret your investment in yourself. Great job, Elizabeth. I'm so happy to hear about your success. So you're ready to lose weight and feel better? Go to mnfatloss.com and schedule a free phone consultation. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program, which I think is brilliant. Doing it on the phone is a great idea. You don't have to take time off of work because of that or get a babysitter for the kids because of that. It's as easy as getting on a quick call with the expert staff. You can share your goals, learn about the program, and see if it is a good fit to help you lose weight and feel better. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away. So they got you covered no matter what your deal is. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted wait. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story. Please let them know that Tom sent you. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Look at that timing, baby. Huh? Bang on. What do you think of that? I sat down. It's time to chirp. Talented. You all help support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about my slippers, the Giza sheets, my pillow 2.0, and more. Great news: the my pillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel for you. What you look for in a towel, you know that. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98. And for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set, only $39.99 with promo code TOM. 
That is a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more.